Hello and welcome to the Out for Ten podcast. I'm Ian. I'm Jaden. I'm Daniel. We're going to be covering the Rabbitohs Penrith game, first game of round 23. What's your thoughts, boys? 22 to 26. Yeah. Not a good night for Souths. No. Nah. But we'll just go over, firstly, our um, three-leg multis that we placed. So, Stephen Crichton was first try scorer. So, none of us got it. It's a big... No. We're not doing first try scorers this week. No, we'll be doing um, head-to-head and two any times. But for... Um, our anytime try scorers... Mine instantly was taken off the bat. Yeah, no Thompson. And I'll tell you what, if Thompson played... Different fucking game. Yes, but we'll be covering more about Jackson Paul a little bit later. But I had Cody Walker, and he scored. And I also... Uh, and Ian had Cook, and he didn't score. So no, let me just no. say real quick, Jaden's mixing them up because he doesn't want to seem like the loser. Yes, he I picked had Cook. Cook. Ian. And I had Campbell Graham for an anytime. But I had him... No. You had him for the first try scorer. He's trying to cover up his track from his losing this week. Yes. (laughs) So, basically, to cover it, for the first round, Ian's on one. But let's go over the game, boys. Um, I know you've got a little bit to say, Daniel. I I just want to say I was at the game. The vibe there was fucking incredible. I've not been to a home game in so long for Souths, and it was fucking amazing. But Cook... That fucking pass for the first try, what was he thinking? <laughs> he may as well have just given it to Crichton. Yeah. yeah. And the Latrell pass to um, Paulo. Well, I don't understand why like, they kept the pass to Paulo. The pass was good. South probably win but, that game. Yeah. South win that game nine times out of ten. You boys who don't like South tipped them. Yeah. One to 12 and 13 plus. No Cleary, no Law. Yeah. yeah, you nearly expect it. But that's, they played two games this year. I think round. I picked the one to 12, didn't I? You were the yeah, only South. one under 12. Oh, yeah. yeah. But they've played two rounds um, like this season. And both of them have been advertised as the grand final rematch. In <laughs> my opinion, that is ridiculous. Advertise it for the first one. Don't advertise it for the second. <laughs> you just want money at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there was uh, a controversial try from Dylan Edwards in the 27th minute that Daniel's got his opinions on. Let, let's hear it. I strongly believe that's an obstruction. We were touching on this a little bit before the podcast. And real quick, as you can hear, I'm a bit croaky. I lost my voice and I got a bit crook at the game. So that's no good. But it was a any day of the week, refs ruled that an obstruction. They've done worse obstruction rulings this season already. And now in the one game where it matters to Souths, they've just said play on. <laughs> What's your thoughts on it, Ian? Yeah, so it could go either way. Like we'll touch more on it later, but like the bunker and the refs and everything, they go up and down with every decision they make. One week they're calling it a penalty, next week it's play on, and then they say play on, and then go back and call it a penalty yeah. after something. Because there's like, no consistency in it, yeah, and which just, we've been covering. And just so you guys know, the fuck with in the bunker that night was Ashley Klein, who, in my opinion, is the fucking worst referee. <laughs> he. Only ref I know of that has been suspended from fucking refing for such shocking calls. Yeah, and we and still they, get him in the bunker. They leave him in there, in the bunker. Personally, um, my thoughts on the Dylan Edwards try was I didn't see an obstruction there. Um, the decoy ran through um, on the outside of Campbell Graham's shoulder. Campbell Graham could not get to Dylan Edwards and... In my logic, the other two players were never getting to him if the player closest to him could not get to him. Campbell Graham, I think, easily gets to him. And there's well, been he, so many calls like that. He only got... He, he got shoved, which is what a decoy runner is. And... Yeah, no, he still had plenty of opportunity to get to him and didn't. Yeah. That... Yeah. Kind but, of tumbling down with the two other players on you. That's... No. We will never agree on this game. No. What, no. Ab- what about the biggest mar- one of the biggest margins of this week, the next game, Cowboys and Warriors? Cowboys, Warriors. 
48 to 4. And yeah. that, I, I don't know. That That is one of the biggest margins this week. But there were a lot of big margins this week. Oh, absolutely. We'll get to that. But yeah, it's up there. I think it's the second biggest this week. Now, I definitely got this wrong because I tipped Warriors 1 to 12. And yes. boy, was I wrong. I'm pretty sure I was on this. Yeah, North Queensland 13 plus. Jay and Ian got. Um, none of us got first try scorer. No one was picking Cohen Hess. Hey, but I got at any time. Yes, the only Warriors scorer. And I picked him. I'm pretty sure I, got, I would have got both if they I'd were any time. Yep, and... Yeah, I wouldn't have. I, I, I tipped Holmes, and he's been quiet the last few weeks. But, yeah. Um, one, Ian's looking good this week. Sitting on three already. Yeah. But let's touch base on the game. The Cowboys just completely ran over him. Yeah. Well, absolutely. What an opening game for a Friday night footy. Yeah. No, it was really good to see the, the Warriors, Cowboys. The Warriors were never in it. Like, they... Took until the thirty third minute for him to score their only try, and by then they were already down, like twelve yeah. nil. Yeah, Cowboys were. It was good to see them sit in second place. It was good to see them come back with a. They lost last week, and it was really good to see them sort of bounce back because coming this close to finals, you need to find your group. Yeah. But nah, it was an absolute rollover. But. Another rollover. Uh, yeah. yeah. And surprising rollover, just quietly. Yeah. Broncos and Storm. I, I had Broncos. So did I. So bad. I had Storm 1-12. to 12. I think that was my issue. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, Tonamapia, first try scorer. It was, yeah. it was just a big turnaround. Like, it was shocking. They played Pandora last week and couldn't do anything. And looking at this, watching that game... Broncos hit back pretty early on from Storm's first try. Yeah. And then after that, they just seemed to yeah, forget they, they, they were playing footy. another try until the second half. It was shocking to watch. Absolutely shocking. All three um, of us got zero this week. Um, I personally picked the Storm to win, but I thought Broncos would have showed up this close to finals. They're one of the teams... Yeah, they're one of the teams that are at risk of... Um, like losing their position in the eight, I, I wouldn't say they will, but there is still a chance Raiders can still bounce back. But no, it, it's a bit sad when you've got Kurt Capewell only scored because there was a kick to the sideline and he threw it back in. Um, it looked like it could have been really close as well. Yeah, yeah, and uh, no, it was Harry Grant. He he was a freak that game and absolutely just rolled over him. And basically everyone sort of had a crack at scoring. But 60 to 12. Well, it's impressive, but it makes the game sort of like... You, you watch it for the first half and then you notice that it's just a blowout. So you turn it off and start watching it. Like, it gets, or five minutes into the second half, you see it's still going on. You're like, I already know what's going to happen here. No, any day of the week, give me a game that almost goes to Golden Point or Golden yeah, Point or something. Over they're something good like ones. Yeah, it's so much better. It, like, don't get me wrong, games like these ones, they're good for the multis, but it's and not it's good if enjoyable. it's your team. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and if you're there. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> nah, but the next game, that was, um, I don't really want to talk about this game. But yeah, Parramatta versus Canterbury, 42-6. Doggies just weren't there. Um, Just quietly, if you followed Daniel's bet, um, Eels 13 plus Penasini first try scorer and Papalihi for um, any time. He only missed by one with Papalihi yeah. and picking the first try scorer there. Congrats. That's our first one. Oh, and it's a good one. It is. And um, yeah, you would have got your bet back with that. And yeah, start following our bets. Like the last game on the Storm Broncos weren't great. But yeah, just start following our bets. We're, we do get. We a do lot get up. decent, and we do put a lot of thought into them. Yeah. Like, all my multis this week will follow along with what we've put in. Just uh, kind of mix and matching them. I promise you that next week, with the multis that we're going to be putting over tonight or whatever, um, yeah, no, nah, I promise you they'll be a lot better. The first try scorers aren't going to be in it. Yeah, but let, let's touch base on the game. Were Bulldogs ever in it? No. I, like, I picked Bulldogs, but... 
that's because I'm a little bit biased when it comes to my team. Yeah, I, I had Bulldog 13 plus, so that was never happening. <laughs> but eight tries to one. And yeah, when Bull, Bulldogs have been playing well the last few weeks, and they've been really starting to show up. And then come Eels, who last week fresh donuts, yeah, straight out of the Krispy Kreme truck, yeah, couldn't do anything to them. Yeah, nah, just absolute crazy, absolute crazy game. Um, that worked. That that's worked. first. Yeah. Oh. If you picked any time, you would have got it in. But no, nah, don't just... try and steal points. Mate. <laughs> nah. <laughs> but no, nah, Penasini next set later, Waka Blake comes in, and then it was I'm assuming twelve zip. Um, and then, yeah, Shoopy went over, and then, yeah, just they'll never in it after that. So it was a pretty close game for the first tarpa. And they were barely in it for that. Yeah, and Ryan Madison also nearly scored early on in that game. But, yeah, got disallowed. Yeah. But let's put our thoughts on the Manly for the moment. Like, what the hell is happening with them? They seem really strong coming around halfway through the season, like really in it. And ever since then, it's just been downhill. The past three, four weeks have just been absolute shockers. They just weren't even playing this week. Like, it was seven tries to one, and that one try was scored in the 76th minute when it didn't matter. And they like were never. Cherry even... Evans, of all yeah. people. It just shows. Like, you look at the stats here. That was seven a pity tries, try. Seven tries to one with a try scored really late when the game's basically over. What were they doing? There was no defense, no attack. Like, how. No. Where where is the game? Yeah, no, nah, they've they've been unlucky with players like obviously Turbo nearly all season, Gary uh, career ending injury last mm. week. Um, I've I've had a lot of dirt to talk about with Daily Cherry Evans. I really don't like the bloke, like as a player, don't know him personally, but it is good to see your captain step up. You st- you lose him forty zip. It's coming very close to the end, and he got a beautiful intercept to score that last try. And yeah, it, it all like yeah, it was great to see it. And real quick, it looks like someone guessed another first try scorer. Yes, Ian Nico Hines. Yeah, he got it, and he got Sharks thirteen plus. Just missed Miller, so yeah, that's another one that you would have got back. Um, but yeah, no, you boys are getting a lot of good tips in. But no, nah, just going on about the game, Manly se- season was over last week, but you can just tell they've sort of folded. They're playing like the Tigers have been playing now. Yeah. And that's exactly what we're getting into. <laughs> yes. The biggest margin of the week. 72 to 6. Now, I sort of think I called this as well. Like you never knew, you never thought the Tigers were going to be in it, but you didn't think it'd be that much of a flogging. No, I I I had him tipped for one to twelve. Yeah, and my goodness, that's definitely a thirteen plus. Yeah, <laughs> and Brent Naden once again seventy second minute he scores a try, but there was twelve tries like scored by the Roosters. So at that point, it, it doesn't matter. That's, no, a, that's a try to say that they got one. 11 tries scored before... No, 10 tries scored before that and 2 tries scored after that for the Roosters. Yeah, there was a, apparently a lot of bad calls in this game. Um, James Tamo. Yeah. Um, we'll be touching base on that um, in a little while, but yeah, he got very heated and it's very sad to see Said that... some friendly words to the ref. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I think where they've got to come into that as well, like, they've just been beat 72-6. Like, well, when it happened, the game was basically over anyway. But he's heated, he's upset. The ref's making, like, what he thinks is a bad call. You've got to expect him to be, like, 100%. he's already hot-blooded. 100%. But, yeah, no, you never know. And having the calls go against you, you're not going to speak calmly to the ref, no. No, 100%, especially you if you think it's you. dodgy, yeah. No, they've they got to have some reasonable in that. But, yeah, he's retiring this year. And, yeah, I don't think he's going to have much to do around it for the rest of the year. No, it's shocking. Shocking that he doesn't even get to play the last game of the season out. Yeah, <laughs> and that's another thing we'll be touching base on a little bit after. But, 
Moving on to the Dragons Titans game. Now this one's a bit more of a closer game, but it's not even close. No, six <laughs> seventy-two points scored in the game. Um, Dragons nearly hitting the half century. Yeah, forty-six twenty-six. Yeah, um, but just want to put it out there: we've all had a crack um, at two out of three. I picked Dragons thirteen plus. I did pick Cody Ramsey as first try scorer, but he didn't even score a try. But I picked Bo Firma from the Titans as well. So I got two out of three, which is a bet back. Um, and the other boys got zip. Yeah. I expected a lot more from the Titans. Yes, especially after last week. How, how good did they play last week? Oh, but, insane. And then they just couldn't bother to show yeah, up the Dragons. But yeah, 46-26. Honestly, I, I can't believe I picked Titans there. I literally, in my footy tips, I picked Dragons. But you didn't want to pick them in the podcast tips? Oh, don't know why I picked Titans. I must have had a misslip. Following off the wave that I set out. <laughs> and then the next game, 22 to 28, Knights versus Raiders. Mate, honestly, I think yeah. Anthony Milford needs to take a bit more practice on the kicking from the sideline and stuff. It definitely seems like it. And just quietly, that is the second closest game that was played this week. Yeah. It was tied for the first. Yeah. See, it's interesting to see, like, Edric Lee scored two, Dominic Young scored two. He missed them conversions, but the Jaden Braley try you can kick. Yeah, it was straight in front. Yeah, 100%. but yeah, but if you look back through the year too with Newcastle, um, it's been the wingers that have scored majority of the tries, and Jaden Braley only got one on um, the bell for first half. But I, I do want to touch a little bit on this game, um, just as it's real fresh to us, but. Corey Horsborough should have been binned twice. Um, we did not, don't get me wrong, it was five tries apiece. So we, if Anthony Milford did kick um, five out of five, we would have won the game. But the game, Raiders should not have been in the position to be able to do that. It is bad defense from Newcastle, but... There was a lot of calls that did not go our way. There was one call that did. Um, did go our way, but it ended up uh, flipping anyways. But yeah, no, well done, Raiders. You've kept your season alive, but it is really grubby to watch as a Newcastle supporter. <laughs> but yeah, yeah um, me and Ian got one out of this round. Um and, yeah, if Knights did win 1-12, to I would have got two, but that never happened. So, to finish up this week, um, Ian's actually the winner with 7 out of 24. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jay finishes second on 6, and Daniel sits last on 4. I'm okay with coming in last in this, because... You know what, this week I'm going to get 24 out of 24. Yeah, 100% I reckon it's going to be a lot higher numbers this oh, week. Oh, easily. These yeah. games this week were just so all over the place. Yeah, but Couldn't have predicted on my best day. But next year, um, we're going to be covering it from round one. And yeah, make sure you get on them because we'll be putting up units and we'll be putting our bets on, all individual on our different platforms that we run. Well, in case you didn't know, I run the Twitter. Yeah. And I run the Facebook. And I run the Instagram with the 1,200 followers. Thanks, guys. <laughs> but if you've looked at the Twitter, you'd know I run it because all I talk about is Rabbitohs. Yeah, sadly. I'm sorry, guys. But, yeah, let's let's go over the ladder and see where everyone sits. So, Anne, can you... Yeah. So, no change. But on top's Penrith. Which, what have they done this week? They won the minor premiership. Yeah. Yep. Which, in my opinion, shouldn't have been this week. They should have won it next week. But if yeah. you didn't know, they were getting that from halfway through the season. Yeah, that, or something that, that would have been paying a dollar ten. Yeah, <laughs> if that. Yeah, then we're followed by the Cowboys and the Sharks. They're second and third. The only thing separating them is the margin, though. Yep. Yeah, so they're on thirty-four points. Well, then you got Storm on thirty-two points. Eels thirty. Well, then you got Roosters, Rabbits, and Broncos all on twenty-eight. And That's where it can mix up a little bit. And then Raiders are the only team out of the eight that can basically make the eight and change things. And they're yeah. only two points behind yeah, the Roosters, Rabbits and Broncos. Yeah, with two rounds to go. Yeah, so the Raiders need to win the next two games. Comfortably. Yeah, and if the Broncos, Rabbits and Roosters don't, 
And then the yeah. basically the top four teams currently are the only teams safe. Yeah. Well, out of the Roosters and the Rabbits, only one of them oh, can the win top, the last game. The top five. The Eels aren't going to drop out the eight now. No, and Eels actually play Broncos, which should be interesting because if Broncos lose that game and Raiders beat Manly, which is very likely, likely to happen, they could drop out the eight. And, yeah, that changes things up for the Broncos. Yeah. But, yeah, no, the, there's only, what, three... Four teams. What I think's interesting this week, though, is who the Rabbits play. Yeah, Rabbitohs play second place. They're and, they're, the and they're favourites. They're favourites, but I don't think they're massive favourites to win it. Like, the Cowboys are playing well. And, yeah, so if the Raiders win this week... if they've Don't get me wrong, if they've got the 14th player on their team, that cunt that wears the yellow shirt, They'll probably win. Yeah, if Cowboys have that. The only team, <laughs> the only game with absolute evidence of match fixing this year has been a Cowboys game. And it's been for the Cowboys. So let's not talk about oh, a ref helping oh, anyone out. Yeah, let's go back. Not well, it's rabbits. interesting if Cowboys beat the Rabbits. And then Raiders also play Manly. So if the Raiders beat Manly and the Cowboys beat Rabbits, they... It comes down to the last game of the season. Yeah. But Cowboys aren't beating Rabbits. And, and if it comes down to the last game of the season, that's a worry because the last game for us is Roosters. And Roosters are... Mate. They've got very good for and against, which saves them. But they also play Storm. So if there's a... Oh, I can't say a massive margin happening there. Both of them have just come off massive margins. So, yeah, if Storm pump them... I don't think... Nah, I think they're pretty safe, to be honest with you. But, yeah, no, there's a lot that could happen in the next coming rounds. I think the most interesting thing about the ladder this time of the season is who's going to get the wooden spoon, Tigers or Titans? We we did have a thing on this. I said Tigers and you both said Titans. Yeah, see, I think... The I'm tig- sticking. Yeah, I think the Tigers are still going to get there. So you think the Tigers now? No, the Tigers are going to get above the Titans. Okay. Well, what? Let, let's have a look at who the, they're both playing. So... Tigers are playing Dragons, which, ooh, something could happen there. And Titans are play, playing Knights. Ooh, and something could happen there too. <laughs> one thing I'm a little bit disappointed with, and this is why I hate sports, but and will not use their platform. Titans are favourites against Newcastle. That That is really ordinary. That <laughs> For a team that's won two games this year, I understand we won three. But that's very ordinary. Fuck sports bet. But let's move on. So some big things have happened this year. Um, James Tamo is something we touched a little bit on, but he's suffered a two-game ban for calling the ref an incompetent fuck. Or you're fucking incompetent. You are I think fucking incompetent. Was the words he used. And you should have called him an incompetent cunt. Yeah, 100%. Gotta go out, go out in style. Yeah, 100%. A cunt. It's a little bit sad that he lost his shit with like a minute to go. Um, you're getting pumped anyways. Just sort of cop it on the chin and you play the next two weeks. But he's out for the next two. But the problem is it's looking like he's looking at retiring. And... You can't change rules for situations, but what's your thoughts on that? Well, I think that's a bit of a joke, considering it's the end of the season, two games left. This, that was his last game. You're going to send him out in such a big loss. Yeah. For such a good player, too. Yeah. It's honestly yeah, no, just they, disrespectful. They, yeah. they might have a, like, a second chance finals. For, like Rocket League for the bottom eight. That'd be great. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. I think when refs are being fucking incompetent, I think that needs to be said. But yeah, no, he's copped his two-week ban and I'd say that's the last we see of James Tamo. Mate, you've had a great career. You've played for many clubs. you won a premiership. Keep your head up high. A lot will come. And, yeah, it's been a pleasure watching you play. And your biggest achievement of your whole career, you've made the out for 10. Yeah, podcast. He, he's he got to be on our list at the end of the season. 
Yeah, no, we'll be covering at the end um, in a couple of weeks. We'll be going through and seeing who is our out for 10 absolute fucking legend who's been sent off the most. And what team's been sent off the most as well. Yes. And just quietly touching back on that, I do agree you should be able to give a mouthful to the refs. Because if you're playing shocking, as soon as you get in that locker room come second half, come half time, your coach is just going to lay into you. Yeah, 100%. Tell you to pull your fucking head in. Start playing like you want to be here. And the when, ref should get it too. Yeah, and when there's calls that are absolute shocking, what do you do? You know, like, it is hard to keep your head there. Because the only thing that ever happens is maybe come Monday, they'll apologise, say they got it wrong. Yeah. That doesn't help you out in the middle no. of the game getting fucked over. No. So the ref should be held accountable. They should cop those mouthfuls on the field. Yeah. And an uppercut or two if they really <laughs> <laughs> but touching base on um, Jackson Paulo, mate, he he did play shocking. There was a lot of drop balls. And if you look at it, he probably cost us. Um, Him and the ref didn't help us at all, but... He does but, not deserve all the crap. No, he, no one deserves what he costs. No, not death threats. Oh, no. Like, we're, a week we're after having a Paul laugh. Green as well. Yeah. That's fucking shocking. We're having a laugh, right? When we talk about giving uppercuts to fucking refs and saying they're fucking incompetent or we're ripping on a player, it's all a laugh. It, it, it all, it, it's a game, isn't it? At the end of the day, it is a game That's of football. all it is. Like, we're telling you to get on bets... If they don't get up, they don't get up. Chuck a lousy five, ten bucks on it. Don't put your life savings on it. No, never no, bet what you always can't leave yourself a dollar. So you can call somebody to take you home. <laughs> no, but, but... Jackson Paul, the treatment he's got is fucking disgusting. It is. As a South fan, it is absolutely putrid to see. T- t- I, AJ got on and said a lot of things which really made sense, but... Yeah, he didn't deserve it, but let's touch base sort of on should he even be playing there. Personally, I don't think so. I think Isaac Thompson. And I'd agree with that. And this isn't to shit on Paulo, considering he's definitely copped that enough this past week. But Thompson has proved he is the better player. Yeah, 100%. All season, Paulo has not delivered like Thompson has. Yeah, no, 100%. And, like, I, I I watched the game... He played shit. It was probably the worst game, I think, of his career, probably. Um, But as an overall, looking through the games, Isaac Thompson looks like he's just coming through. He's a lot bigger. He's a big boy. And I think that's what South need. I'm I'm really sorry about your death threats, mate, and that. But, yeah, you should be dropped. And just because you've had death threats and that, like, that doesn't mean we should keep him in for the next no, week. That would no. be just purely out of sympathy. Yeah, exactly. And don't get me wrong, go get your help. I know you're taking it to the cops and that, so hopefully those people get dealt with. But As they should. You probably shouldn't be playing where you're playing. Like, go back to reserve grade and start catching some balls. <laughs> like, oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. And understrength Panther side. And he's just yeah. helped Good hand cop. them the win. Yeah. By dropping every ball he could. And I don't understand why we kept passing it to him after the first, like, two, three. No. Trell should have just took his chances and just ran at him. No. We would have still had possession then. No. But touching base on Corey Horsborough, mate, you are a grub. Dead set grub. Like, are you going to have a cry again? Like, if you got called, uh, if you got sent off, are you going to have your big cry again? Like, there was a... I don't know if you guys know, a couple of years ago, um, he gave away a penalty. I'm not 100% what happened, but he had a big, absolute cry on the field. Right? Absolute girl. And the way you played this Arbo against Newcastle, and I'm talking as a Newcastle Knight supporter, mate, you're lucky the whole fucking crowd didn't jump the fence. Like, absolute grub. That, like getting in Clune's face now I don't rate Clune he's fucking useless but you don't get in his face and fucking rub his face and shit like and the other tackle he should have been done he absolute done should have been sent off nah let's give him a report yeah nice fucking get him on out out for 10 fuck the cunt 
Nah, I, I won't touch any more bass on him because I'm just going to get worked up. But there's been a little bit of history made. Highest score in history was oh, yeah. many years ago. But he's just this round four hundred and sixty six points, which averaged fifty eight point two five, seventh most of all time. And it's the first one since nineteen ninety eight that's been crazy that high. Absolute crazy. Like honestly, fifty eight points in a game, unless you're winning fifty eight nil, it should never happen. It's just showing how weak, like defensively. Defenses. Yeah, like don't get me wrong, there was. The Roosters game, the Storm game, things like that, which were a blowout. But even Rabbitohs, Penrith, 26-22, that's 48. But that's still a lot of points. And like it's something that I touched base on a few weeks ago, and Daniel's not going to like it. But it was 40-28 to 28 in the Knights-Rabbitohs uh, game that we went and watched. And it's a... Top eight side playing a 14th place side, which is under strength. And they're still letting in five tries. How how can you put them premiership material? Like, I want to know that, Daniel. You want the opinion from me? Yeah, fucking oath I do. Clearly, a lot of the players are on same like skill level, or they would not be playing in the NRL. 100%. But when you've got five plus players out which is a big is chunk Newcastle's of our excuse okay. for all the losses uh, this year yeah 100% we only I can only think of the one player the one name that's out and that's Ponga no there's okay. I would love to hear the okay so we've got Ponga out we've got Kurt Mann out we've got Lachlan Fitzgibbon out right um Bradman Best didn't he get fired Anari Tuwala didn't Bradman Best get fired uh, they've been stood down, yeah. but So I'm, that wouldn't count? No, but I'm, do you want my list? Or I would, would you I'd like, like your list, but I'm also trying to figure out where your head's at because you're just trying to... It looks like you're just trying to find ways to say Knights are better. And i just like to shut that down. Well, we win that game. Then why didn't you? Little man in a yellow suit. So it's okay for Knights to blame ref, but not Rabbits. And a big fucking fullback... That's a protected species. I've fucking Latrell Mitchell. Love to bring up Latrell. Yeah, hundred percent. He's protected, mate. I, he I don't give not. a fuck. He's a if fucking he, little paper boy. Then we, he would not have been sent off before the final last year, and we oh, would have had him for the so final. So what? We're bringing up last year. We're bringing up this year. You said all the losses this year. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So let's go on. That loss, forty to twenty-eight. You had tries that shouldn't have been allowed. Right? He should have been sent off, which means we play 12 men. You do the math. And we still win. And just touching <laughs> on this, since we wow. brought this up, we covered this a little bit earlier on in the podcast. We are going to re-watch that Yes, game. 100 fucking percent. And we're going to do it on the podcast. Watching it, yeah. watching it live wasn't enough, guys. No, no we're going to no. re-watch it on the podcast. We're going to dice I just want to put it out thing. there. Jaden, from this Out for 10 podcast, started the boo... Of thousands of people in Newcastle against that ref. Night supporters, and they mean nothing. I wonder how Ooh, many, I wonder how many guys, death if, threats they got. That if you've if you seen the pictures posted, there was a picture of me standing between these two. Now you guys understand why. Oh, yeah, he's between us now, yeah. right now. Yeah. Oh, mate. Absolutely. But we are going to do an episode where we rewatch, dissect it all to find out if Jaden's just full of shit <laughs> or not, or if I'm just spinning shit. Ah, fucking moving on because, oh, absolute frustration. And even after that podcast episode, we probably still won't agree on this. No, 100%. But a little bit off topic, um, we play a game called Rocket League on PlayStation 5. and We're all a little bit different skill levels. Daniel thinks he's best, but he's not. And uh, Daniel's proved that. Oh, absolute joke. Just like Souths have proved they're better than the Knights. Right, we'll prove it when we talk. do what we're about to talk about. Yeah, um, so we will be starting a Twitch account uh, called Out for 10. We'll be playing Rocket League. We'll be uh, Jaden and Ian versus Daniel and Darcy. Darcy's not... Darcy's the Latrell Mitchell of Rocket League. Oh, fuck, another protected speech. <laughs> 
No, but we'll be doing little tournaments and that and just when, between ourselves. And when you watch, you'll notice something. And I want you to put it in the comments. Daniel gets carried by Darcy and he takes the credit. And you'll notice that doesn't happen. In a game we recently had <laughs> just yesterday, I made Darcy sit in goals the whole time yeah. while we did this. Yeah, and... And oh, I still... And Darcy still had to set him up. All right, now I'm in between them two. But as an unbiased opinion, as a team... Daniel and Darcy are better, but he's fucking delirious to think that he's a 5-0 better team. And you guys will be able to see this on Twitch, and I'm hoping, I'm not 100% sure how it all fucking works because I'm not into the shit, but can you hear us talking in that? We'll be able to set it up. Yeah, oh, fucking oath, because we'll be ripping and tearing each other apart and get on it guys it's gonna be fucking awesome and you'll be able to see the underdogs actually get there and just a quick up uh, just quick touch it on if you don't know what rocket league is it is car soccer yeah so and it's very much yeah just picture remote racket. control cars with boosts that can fly with a soccer ball and two nets yeah and it's basically on, nrl so it's yeah, it's covered. something that nrl needs uh, touch and base on that actually just to bring it up when the fuck's NRL 5 coming out? Like, I, I played an online game against Dean last night on NRL Live 4, and there's that many little glitches and things that happen. There was whistles that happened late. And that's yeah. an old game. And it is. That's but, just bringing in the Phantom whistle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it it is an old game, and that's what I want to bring up. You've got AFL bringing out more games than us now. You've got rugby bringing out a game every year. You've got FIFA bringing out a game every year. You've got NBA, UFC, NFL, cricket. UFC, cricket. All the other sports are. Where's NFL? Yeah. Oh, mate, NRL, sorry. If you look at the population that plays like is gaming, imagine what you're going to bring to the sport. I'll tell you right now, I'll be one of the first fucking buyers to buy it. Yeah. This is a challenge for us, and I'm going to set it out. If anyone can beat my account, JBlokeR8, on PlayStation 5, on Rugby League Live 5, I will give you 10 bucks every four. time you beat me. Rugby League Live 4. Rugby League Live 4. I will verse you if you beat me. Just quietly, while I'm saying this, I beat a hacker. I don't know what his name was. But he hacked his side to 100. All his characters were massive fucking Titans cunts. Which, you're nearly at the wooden spoon. I don't know. Why the fuck would you pick the Titans? Maybe if you're a better team, you might have beat me. I was Newcastle Knights. He beat me once, and then I beat him twice. So you won the best of three? I won the best of three. And this guy had, like, giant players, and they were... Maxed out stats. Maxed out stats and everything. And I was Newcastle Knights, which is a fucking very good team. And but... that's why I won't verse Jaden in Rugby League Live 4. No, but we will twitch that, and... I'm going to set a challenge for myself. We're going to play a 40-minute game. And if I don't beat you by 100, something will happen. You can pick a punishment. But I reckon I could beat you by 100. And I have no doubt in that. But and I reckon I could beat you 20 by 100. 20-minute halves? 20-minute yeah. halves. That's a challenge for us to do. Right. And I'm very happy. And yourself, own? do you have a... What do you think I could beat you in 40 minutes? Not by 100. Well, there you go. We've got a challenge for Twitch. I reckon I could beat him by 100 in 40 minutes. But, or he rage quits before I do it. No. I, I reckon rage he'd rage quit. quit. I yeah. rage quit on the stream. He, he rage quitted. Oh, I only played him the other day. It was 28-6. He did score one. And I was just mucking around with him around 10, 20 metre mark. And I've gone, fuck it. I'm going to kick a field goal. And I kicked it 29-6. All of a sudden, fucking boom, boom, quit. <laughs> <laughs> but moving on. We've been talking about TikTok the last couple of podcasts, but we haven't been getting the numbers that we sort of want to be looking at. We've been getting views on YouTube, which we really appreciate. Thank you, India and America. Yeah, but I'd love to see the Aussies get on it too. But It'd be good, consider it's an Aussie sport. But <laughs> if the people in India and America and wherever the hell you're watching it from, if you want us to start a TikTok, we want 50 subscribers on YouTube. Like, comment and subscribe. And we'll be starting a TikTok. If we get 5,000 views on our next three videos, on any of our next three videos or podcasts, I reckon Jaden has to do a shoey out of one of my shoes. 
Når det er oh, det Yoshi. Er det <laughs> Når det er, er det Yoshi. Yoshi. Er det Mario? Ja. I'll do a Shui. On TikTok. Well, That'll be the first TikTok. Yeah. Jaden Shui. Yeah. 5,000 views, guys. Get on it. Share it around. Beautiful. Yeah, we'll pay, we'll pay a tribute to Tai Tavasa. Yeah. All right. We will be uploading our tips that we're about to say on this podcast for round 24. Five minutes after every game on each of our platforms, which we've touched base on before. And the reason for that is because we don't want to be giving out our tips for people that aren't listening. We want our listeners to get our ideas and what's going on a little bit better than our social media platforms. Yeah. So we'll move on to the tips. No, we'll save the tips for last, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. I reckon we'll touch uh, on Hotel Delaney right now. What are we going on about Hotel Delaney? Oh, they got the plaque for Callum Ponga. And I'd... Kurt, man. They've got a plaque on the toilet that it happened. And... Just real quick as well, touching on that. It was just a random guy that put that up there. Was it? It was just a fucking mm-hmm. random guy. Good on him. Had the plaque made. Good on him. There. It's good to see him and it's still actually there. Yeah. Honestly, that's what we want to um, put a little challenge to out for everyone who's listening. The first person to get a photo up there with their 10 fingers up for out for 10, we're going to have them as a special guest on the show. So we want a photo uploaded to each of our social media platforms of you with 10 fingers up at the Hotel Delaney in that cubicle. And Hotel Delaney is on Hunter Street. Yep. Used to deliver to it. And I'll say, we'll check he's in a Knights jersey. Just for yeah. being right and yeah. Knights home yeah. ground. Yeah, exactly right. So Pong get on it, guys. Stuff. Get on it, guys. He loved it. He... Got Take eye a off mate it. in the bathroom with you. Yeah. Get both of you. Funniest photo will win something. Yeah. We'll work out something for a prize. But yeah, you'll win something for the best photo. Yeah, but we want a few photos up there. But as I said, the first one is a special guest on our show that once it happens. Yeah. And what's going on with Burton? He signed a $3.5 million extension. Yeah, a bit better than his oh. 450k a year. Yeah. It's he, a nice pay rise. Yeah, nearly double. 875k a year for the next four years. My only problem with Burton is I think he needs to get a little bit more control over his kicks. Like He seems to just kick them up high. But I hope for the best. Like They go dead in goal a few too yeah. many times. Yeah, it cost them this week. Yeah, 100%. Like, if he gets a bit more control over that, he'll be deadly. Yeah, 100%. He, he's one of the best kickers that we've seen for high bombs. But, yeah, and, and he's like... Harv's IQ, I think. Like yeah. it's his first year playing five eighth in the NRL. I think that'll come. Yeah. Like Kyle Flanagan playing half for him. I think. Look, Flano, he, he's all right. He, he can play, but in they need a older half back in there that could sort of guide Birdo because Birdo's getting guided by a winger under Josh Adokar. He's a great player, great great at what he does. He's got no fucking idea about halves. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, this is a bloke that, as I said, I really rate the spine in a side. I've yeah. said it over multiple podcasts, but personally, if I was playing and I had Josh Shadow Carr on the team and he was so vocal, I, I'd be telling him to... Like, get back in your place. You know yeah. what I mean? You're a winger. I, I kick to you. You don't tell me when to kick to Let's you. Say, do you also look at that like he's the most experienced player on the team? On the Bulldogs, other than Josh Jackson, yes. Yeah. Josh Jackson he's is by forward. far 100%. He's lock at the moment. He's yeah. upgraded. He he was playing uh, second row. Yeah. But he's your captain. Yeah. He's played New South Wales as well. And... I just don't think it hurts. Bill's... Oh, Charisma and stuff. Yeah, one hundred percent. And well, yeah, no. Talk more about it. What What is your thoughts there? Well, I think any player that's willing to step up and talk loud, you know, it only increases charisma of the team, builds them up, gets more motivation, shows results. Like it shouldn't matter if it's coming from a winger, a fullback, or a forward. If anyone's willing to build your team up and try to build momentum, 
That yeah, should be every player on your team. Yeah, hundred percent. Should be back in your player, but just, just so how he's trying to control the game from the edge. I think, I don't know. I th- personally, I think that's a worry for the dogs. What's your thoughts on it, Daniel? I I do want to say I believe Adokar has the right to just in the dogs because coming from the Storm to the Bulldogs, like he's obviously the biggest help they've got. Obviously with Matt Burton, so and he's the biggest try scorer of the team. Yeah, 100%. Like, but, especially in the late stage. But not on his own. No, no, he gets it past him. But a lot of it, he's running like 80 metre tries and stuff. Yeah, he yeah has. 100%. He has. Like, so I think there shouldn't be any problem with him yeah. trying to okay. take a bit of control, putting his opinion out there. Yeah, well, that's two out of three. That's the thoughts on it from our podcast. But we'll move on to... You know, while we're talking about money, let's get on to David Fafita. Mm. We've got money on our mind. He's looking at a pay cut. Yeah, he's on 1.2 mil a year at the moment. But they I wouldn't pay him 500 grand a year for the way he's been playing. Yeah, that's what they're saying. He's not living up to the pay set, like, to the salary, so going to give him a pay cut. But then does he also look at other options then? 100%. He, he, was, options, he, he was getting offered to the Dolphins. Dolphins. Yeah, not even a million bucks. Dolphins, no, he's no. not, not going to be able to get that anywhere. But... Yeah, he might be able to look at a different club, but if he decides to leave Titans, tear up the contract, I guarantee he don't get anywhere near the amount, and that puts him at a risk for not even playing in a side. Yeah. He, the way he played at the Broncos last year, in a side that finished 14th, it was crazy. He, he was a machine. But he's got his mill. He's on the Gold Coast, so you can imagine what he's doing. Yeah. Of, of, during the week after training, he'd be going out night clubbing. Why not? You money, you're at the you Gold Coast. Yeah. It, it, it's friggin' I'd be young bloke as myself. But yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm <laughs> my million dollars would be gone in two days. Yeah, but, all, all on red. Yeah, but nah, he's not living up to what he's pays. No. No, any. Does, right. does he stay at the Titans? Well, I think he might, but I don't think any Ford should be paid that much no, like, way not a second money. rower no. no way if I was creating a side most I'd be paying for a second row is 500k max yeah. would not a million dollars I see two second rowers yeah. <laughs> for sure but yeah what's your thoughts on it me my thoughts as well is he's if he leaves Titans he's definitely not getting near the million dollars He's, he should just take the pay cut, be happy playing where he's playing, try and help the team. Yeah. Try and prove that he's worth getting a pay rise again. 100%. Help out the team you signed for, then talk money with him after. That's what I'm thinking for him. Yeah. So Storm's looking at Dewey, if Munster yeah. decides to leave. Yeah. yeah. Contingency on him. Mm. This is not next year, to me knowledge, it's 2024, because Munster's still there for next year. But Dolphins are offering Munster big money. Yeah, they want him. Yeah, they're offering him, I forget what it was, 1.5 or something. It's biggest pay, biggest paid player in the league if he signs the contract. Does does he change his whole world? He's got a partner and a kid living in Melbourne. I'm pretty sure Melbourne's only paying him 800k a year. He's worth more than that. I think Melbourne might come back with a counter-offer too, though. Like, they've just signed Hughes. Hang on. They've just signed Hughes, Grant, and someone else. Can't remember, but that was on big money. I think it might have been Paps, even. Because yeah. they're losing Brendan Smith, which that's a bit of salary. But that's also a player that started on the bench for a lot of the year. Yeah. So it can't be big money. I don't know where they're going to save the money there. No, I don't, I don't see Storm's counter offer being anywhere near what the no. Dolphins are getting. No, but Dewey will pro if Munster goes, I'd say Dewey will be on the same sort of pay rate that Munster's on, which would be a jump. Yeah. So what's he do? Does he go? If you'd if be Munster stupid leave, to Dewey go, goes. you'd be stupid not to. Yeah. Dewey wanted to go because. Storm have Nofaluma, as we all and know. And he's loving it there. He is. You well, tell. you've gone from a losing side to a winning side. <laughs> but they also wanted Dewey. But Tigers didn't Tigers let it happen. It, no. Yeah, so, yeah, no, I have a feeling Dewey would go. Yeah. Oh, 100%. I reckon he would. Everyone wants the taste of the premiership. But um, our last topic 
before we go on to next week, um, it's actually quite serious. Um, the next player, Brett Finch, um, is going for his jail sentence next month. Now, it's absolutely disgusting. Um, and it's really hard to talk about, but there's... He's pleaded guilty to countless counts of um, child abuse material, I think, sharing it around. Yeah, yeah. you're sending it in text messages and stuff. And to groups. To groups and stuff like that. So, yeah, God knows what else he had, but no, I hope he gets everything that's coming to him. Yeah, no, it's absolutely disgusting, mate. I hope you end up dead in jail. Um and you can call that a death threat or what, but you do not deserve to be living no, on this People planet. like that definitely fucking do not no, deserve Not anything. getting off on shit on that, like that, mate. Like, you deserve not death, I don't think, but... Torture. You, you deserve torture, And he's going like, to get that yeah, fucking jail. No yeah. protective custody, enough no. for you, mate. Go no. straight into Gen Pop, you'll get what's coming to you. Yeah, 100%. But um, we're going to cover next week's tips um, later through the week, just so we have a better idea on the team list. But we're going to go through our speedy questions just to finish the podcast off. All right, Ian, take it away. <laughs> Who's the best captain in the game? Daniel. I want to say Adam Reynolds. Is he Broncos captain still? Yes. Yeah, I want to say him. Yeah, 60 yeah. to 12 loss. Yeah, one game. Let's paint, let's paint a team on that. Taking him from 14th place to, what are they now, 6th? <laughs> Now that legend is called stirring the pot. And this he, fuckwit loves to do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but personally, you've got to look at it. Um, Stats-wise, the best um, captain is Isaiah for Penrith. I'm going to be honest, I didn't even know he was captain for Penrith. Yeah, he's co-captain with Nathan Cleary. Yeah. And here I thought Dylan Edwards was the fucking captain for <laughs> no. no, I'm just going to chuck Joshy Jackson in there. Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> uh, number two, should we bring in a draft system? Daniel? I think we should. There's too many good players making too many problems for teams. Like, the top teams are made up of the top players. Put a draft in every year, mix it up a little bit, and every year it'll be a different fucking game. Like, I personally, I think Panthers are going to finish top three again next year just from seeing who they've already still got signed for 2023. They Put are in a draft and mix yeah. it up. They are losing a lot. They're losing Appy. They're losing Kick Yeah. Like, that. that's a hooker. That's part of the spawn. And they're signing Jack. Um, we, we had it last week. Uh, the Tigers bloke. Madden. Jackson. Madden? Madden. Jock Madden. Jock Madden. Yeah. That's his name. And I think that weakens the side just there. Um, See, but they've, they've sort of proven that they don't need them players either. Like, they, they play with when they're down players and look they, at the result. They lose Sean O'Sullivan. Yeah, so which, if Cleary's cool. injured or sent off or whatever, who replaces him? Yeah, and he did play well. He did. Week. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's been playing good footy. Yeah, but what do um, you guys think of a draft? So do you I, think we should have it? I agree with the draft system. I can see why it's beneficial, but in saying that, you also lose the whole loyalty to the clubs and stuff from the players as well. Yeah. Like a lot of players, like Nathan Cleary, he's a Penrith for life now. Like he's basically. not going to go anywhere. Basically, he's not he's not going to play for another team. Yeah, Johnston's south for life. Yeah, yeah. So you lose all that sort of loyalty in that, but. I can see why it's beneficial. It changes things up. Teams aren't going to be on the bottom of the ladder, but then, yeah, I don't know. It's like, it's like saying Melbourne have dominated the competition for the last 20 years, for example. They haven't, but, for example, that's different teams. Yeah. Like That's not the same team for the whole 20 years, so it'd be like that every year. But And it also, sorry yeah. to cut you off, um, it also cuts off sort of bringing the junior systems through. Um like, I, I think that's what sides need to start doing. Like, if there's juniors coming through that's playing for your club, give them a crack in your side, not let them get sent off to other sides. I think they, if there's an injury, then they need to be first in line. Yeah. But my opinion on the whole draft system is it is a great idea. It does stop your wooden spoon going on and on and on, but 
it breaks the tradition of the NRL. And it hasn't happened for 100 years, well, 100 and odd years now. But there's positives and negatives to it. I think it's something that needs to be talked about. Yeah. Oh, number three. Do we think refs are still going to be in the game in years to come? I would yeah. hope not. <laughs> my God. See, my theory on it is the bunker is having more and more to do with the games today. I can see it in about five years from now. It's, that all it's just going to be the bunker and they're going to have like a little different coloured light or something with a siren, meaning six again, scrum, something like that. Just going off what they're seeing on video because 100% of tries now, unless it's plainly obvious, they go check it on the bunker or anything that's, you know, bit iffy, bunker. And refs get it wrong too often. 100%. They don't like copping the shit. I see them just taking them out of the game and leaving them up to the video ref. I could see that too. Only problem with that is biffs and stuff, like when it all happens, like the refs do get in there and try to stop it. They got nothing there to do that then. Good. Let them fight. Yeah. yeah. Bring back the biff. Personally, I think what needs to happen is there needs to be one ref. <coughs> Touch judges are not doing their job. There was a Rapana try in. Knights Raiders game that was two and a half metres easy forward and Touchy was right there watching it no call went to bunker no call like you gotta be realistic like there's been other tries scored this year which has been rolled forward and it was flat yeah and I think they really need to get on top of that but if that's how it's gonna be with no refs personally I think there needs to be one ref Two touches, that's it. Take away the bunker, take away the video ref. What's called is called. That's what all the players that have played, they've played all through juniors with one ref, two touches. Why change it? It's worked. That's what they do in other than reserve grade and NRL. You watch your local weekend footy, there's no video ref. And it's quite content on what happens. One call, it's done. Dusted. Yeah. Daniel? I've already touched on it. Oh. Do we think players are in the right when going off at refs? I think most of the time they are. How it's currently run, yes. So I... Going off, yeah, they need to... Like, it's going to be in the next question. I'll just combine the two. Should refs be punished for poor calls? 100%. 100% they need to be punished. Yeah. Docked pay. Yeah. Something like that, because... At this point, I think Klein should be sacked. They need to get on actual sacking, not suspending <laughs> them for one game. I don't know who the ref was for the Knights-Rabbitohs game, but he should have been sacked on the spot. See, there's this... They, they don't get punished enough, but like when players are going off of them, yeah, I think they need to be punished. But the refs need to be just as much under review as the players are when they yeah. put them on report. Even if it's too much bent, yeah. a fine. Whatever. Two yeah. match band with no like that much salary taken out of your pay. 100%. Like hundred percent. There needs to be something. But anyway, we'll move past the refs. Question six: Is match fixing a thing? When Who wants this... to start this? I'll, oh. I'll start on it. When this podcast started, I gave Jaden so much shit about match fixing, but since then I've changed my tune and I I kind of am falling more on the side to yes, it is a thing. More and more each fucking week. I'm going to put it out there, and yeah, this could be painful, but anything you put money on is fixed. I'm sorry. I agree. It, it's ruining the game, but like we're, we're having a bit of fun covering NRL, UFC, whatever we're watching, but anything you put money on, I'm telling you right now, the big betting agencies aren't going to let something happen if you've got big money riding. It's just not happening. But the Manly situation that happened like many years ago now, they actually got caught out. It was David Williams got caught putting a hundred grand on. I don't know exactly what he put on, but I know it was a hundred grand involved, and they threw that game. Yeah, that's ugly. That that's that's match fixing. That's hundred percent, and you can't say there's not match fixing when you look up on the internet. Has there been match fixing? 
And there has. So, yeah, what's your thought, too? Yeah, so I think the same as you, mate. Anything you can place money on has to be fixed. Like, yeah. you know, the dogs, harness, racing. Yeah. All that. They sports, all know. Anything. Anything that can be manipulated by somebody saying, look, you're going to do this tonight, is fixed. Yeah. Like, and it might not be every game. But games that are massive and they know is going to bring big money into betting and stuff is fixed. Yeah. If they can put a hundred grand on something that's paying five to one odds, what you're just going to leave that to chance if you're in charge of something? Yeah, hundred percent. No, they're not going to do. They're that. not going to pay that out. No, but anyway, next question: Should we bring back the scrums? Might start with you, Ian, because you were pretty passionate about a few. So I love a good scrum. Yeah, you know, there's nothing better than watching them feed the ball and get pushed over, and they regain possession. You know, anything like that. You know, they need to leave the scrums alone. You need a little bit of aggression in the game. Like it's, it's turning into soccer. You know, there's no. You show a little bit of aggression or anything like that, you're sent off. Yeah, or yeah. the players are fucking milking it. Oh, yeah. me oh, neck, me neck. I got tackled in a game of footy. Oh, I'm sore. Yeah. I'll lay down for five minutes. But yeah, no, it's just ridiculous. I think need to bring a lot back in the game than the scrums. But yeah. Daniel? I'm going to bring Darcy into this. We talked about him a bit, talking about Rocket League. This is something me and him talked about just yesterday. And he said scrums used to be something, when it's called, you're like, oh, fuck. What's going to happen? Who's going to end up with the ball? Yeah. Said now it's boring. They, yeah, they the may as well tap it. Yeah, 100%. Because yeah. the teams get in, give each other their little cuddle, have their quick break. And just pass the ball through. Pass the ball and it's done. And it's, it's literally the ref says, hold, hold, release. Yeah. yeah. That is the call for a scrum now. That is fucking bullshit. You watch games 30, 40 years ago. You had to, they literally weighed, I've, I've covered it already, but they literally weighed the packs. They used to say 500 odd kilo, 600 odd kilo, and it was a fucking match yeah. between itself. Rugby union, that is a scrum. Yeah. They're literally fighting for it. And yeah, no, they need to bring it back. We're getting soft. Yeah. Uh, next question is, are six again working? No. No, I don't think that. there's too many of them called these days. The only thing I like about it is it does keep the game a lot more constant, but there's too many of them. Yep. They're calling it for nothing half yep. the time. And you can't challenge a six again. Yeah. No, team could end up with a fucking 18 tackle set. Well, yeah. I'm just saying from watching games with you, Jay, like watching it for someone that has the knowledge about the game as you do, when you're sitting there and they call six again and you're saying what for? That to me shows. Like I don't, I didn't see what it was for yeah. either. But I'm saying, like you know a bit more about it than me. Like that shows, like what the fuck are they calling it yeah. for? There was nothing in it. Yeah, and that's know? where we go on bef- what we talked about before, match fixing. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Where do the Dolphins finish next year? Oh. I'll put them in top four. Wow, I'm big call. I'm sort of with Daniel. I'm not going to say top four, but I reckon they're a top eight team next year. Wow. The, 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 has it happened with a debut team? No. Not no, to I my think, knowledge, I, I don't think it has. I think this is the team that could do it. Wayne Bennett, coaching, anything could happen. Uh, I'm I'm going to go about 12th, 11th. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's what Big I'm call. putting. Mixed decision. Well, let, just let's talk about it a little bit. Look at their spine. What's their spine? You I got don't... you got Jermaine Asako. No. Playing fullback. We touched base on this a little bit last week, but reject. <laughs> he was a Broncos player. Yeah, he got highest point scorer for the Broncos the year they did really well in 2016. Um, or 2015. I forget what year. I don't follow the Broncos. but um, No one in this room does. No, no one gives a fuck about the Broncos. <laughs> but Jermaine Asako, he went to Titans. He's playing there now. I don't even think he's currently playing. I think he's playing reserve grade. So that's your fullback. So great player. Yeah. Yeah. Nut. Um, your halves are Cody Nicarima, which is a club hopper because no club wants to keep him. No offense. I've, I've got his signature on a card. I, I tried to say hello to him and he just looked at me. I don't know if it was because I was in a Knights jersey or not, but <laughs> maybe um, communicate with fans. That That's a good start. Yeah. 
It's always Cody. a good start. But Sean O'Sullivan going over, that's that's pretty good. He, he, he can play the kid. And the hook is Jeremy Marshall King, which I know you He's been playing well this Yeah. For a 12th, 13th place side. I can't see, uh, don't get me wrong, the Bromwich brothers and Felice Cafusi, that's pretty good buy. But they're also buying them with probably two, three years to go before they retire. Yeah. I I, I can't say him finishing top eight. That's where I'm at. It's going to be a big year next year to find out. Yeah. Well, I, I, think, I think we need to keep this jotted down because top four. I think we four, do as well because I've consistently said do, this since we started the podcast. Uh, do we nearly chuck a bet on this? No. Well, I'll, I'll chuck a bet that they make top eight, yeah. Top, So top four, top eight, and I reckon like around the 11th, 12th mark. And yeah. I reckon whoever's closer. Uh, no, pick a pick two. Seventh. Seventh, eighth? Yeah. Or sixth, seventh? Seventh, eighth. I want to say fourth or third. All right, 10 bucks. Uh, just a bit of fun. Yeah. yeah. Or what about has to buy like a bottle? Yeah, a bottle of gym. Or Jack or something. Yeah, so you get two bottles of Jack. Right. Or we, or they go halves in it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, losers go halves in a bottle of Jack. Right. Bit of fun. All right, well, while we're talking about next year, the last question, where's our team's going to finish next year? Number one, baby. <laughs> Number one, you reckon? Number one. Nah. Next year's a new year. Doggies are going to be in the top eight, but I'm going to put them at like sixth. Oh, what happened to grand final? No, that's 2024. Oh, my, my mistake. Sorry, I'm, I thought it was next no, year. No, we've got to work it up. Got to work it up. Next they year's might make the grand final next year, but they won't they win. They won't win? No, they win That's in 2024. 2024. When the Knights come? <laughs> Jade. He's thinking of winning He's thinking food. about it. Come on, we need a decision. 12th, 13th. 12th or 13th. Right, are we doing a bottle for this as well? No, I'm not putting a bottle no. on rabbits coming first. <laughs> <laughs> just a bit of fun. Yeah, All right, yeah, 12 All right. That's the most honest he's ever been about the Knights. Yeah. Well, that wraps up the speedy question. So that'll about do us for the podcast this week. Yeah. yeah. Uh, stay tuned. We will be releasing some more. We've got um, a podcast coming up where we're having a bit of fun with some games and a bit of trivia questions. <laughs> Get on that. That's a very good laugh. Oh, that was the most fun recording of podcast yes, that I think 100%. we've had. Yeah. And we'll be doing another one soon. And you can listen along and um, write down your own answers and let us know the score at yep. the end of it. Yep, put a comment in. You might even get a bottle of Jack out of it. <laughs> and we do have another podcast coming out this week where we'll go over all our tips and our multis for the week coming up. Yeah, and we'll, as I said, we'll be putting them up five minutes after every game starts and see how we go. I have a feeling we're going to do a little bit better than 7, 6, I feel and 4. Like we're going to do really good. Yeah. So well, sure personally, I think I'm going to get 24 out of 24, but that's... I want to say the same. Yeah. Well, we'll be very rich people. Yes, 100%. <laughs> Let's hope so. Yeah. But, yeah, no, we'll be covering units. Um, next year, we're going to be a little bit more organised with it. Um, we're going to be starting from the first game of the year, and, yeah, we'll be covering a lot, lot more, and hopefully you guys will jump on. Yeah, 100%. And by then, we'll definitely be on Spotify and Apple Music. Yeah. So look out for that. That should be coming closer to the end of the year, hopefully. Hopefully a bit sooner. <laughs> yeah. But we'll see how we go. Yeah. But make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe. Get us out there. Let us know your thoughts. It doesn't cost anything, guys, to subscribe. Just lets us know that you're liking it and watching, and it'll give you notifications when we release new content. Yeah. But other than that, guys, hope you enjoyed, and we'll see you all in the next one. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye.